We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Greetings, y'all. It's Lot Harris here with another Panther Ranch podcast. It's Friday, TGIF. Some of you are uh, off all next week, starting your holidays. Whereas me, I'll be at work, working. I have to work from home on Wednesday, though, which is kind of cool. But And, of course, Friday, log in if needed, which, which means if somebody needs help, log in and help from home. Same old, you know, similar crap. But anyways... Pitt's got a barn burn of a game tomorrow against against Virginia Tech. Uh, Tech has lost their last two games. One night Miami and a heartbreaker to uh, Georgia Tech. And, uh, well, Pitt's chances are pretty much in this game are still slim to none. But one thing Pitt has in their favor is it's November, which means Virginia Tech is lucky usually runs out this time. In other words, they do great for most of the season, then November rolls around and they start losing a bunch of games. So Pitt has that in their corner, but that's really about it. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go in the keys of this game because obviously it's going to be, you know, who knows how it's going to go. You know, I picked Pitt to win last time, and last game, of course, that didn't work out for me. But obviously the keys are... Pitt has to play defense, run the ball, yada, 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 control line of scrimmage, because Tech hasn't been really that good at protecting their quarterback as of late. But then again, they played two you know, halfway decent teams in the ACC. And ACC play. And, of course, Pitt needs to take care of special teams because we know how the Hokies love special teams. So we got to avoid the punt blocks and all that other happy crap. So there you go. There's Pitt and, there's Pitt and Tech in a nutshell for you. Because I'm making this podcast short and sweet. Because it's Friday. Not to mention, I tried to do this um, podcast yesterday. I started talking about pit hoops, and naturally I had to stop recording because my energy for the whole podcast was just gone. Because I started talking about the whole freaking situation with that, which we'll get into in a minute. But, as far as the uh, the weekend in college football, it's really a... F- Honestly, on paper, at one time, maybe these, maybe some of these games would have been great, but there's not much to look at. I mean, the, the one marquee game we got is uh, Michigan and Wisconsin. And we get to, I mean, pretty much, we get to see how real Wisconsin is. Because they're going to play Michigan, the Big Ten loves Michigan. So, it makes you wonder how many bad calls are going to be in this game, because... I'm not sure about Wisconsin's quarterback play. I'm sure they'll they'll, they'll uh, control last scrimmage and run the ball pretty well. But I'm wondering how many of these runs get called back on holds and how many pass interference calls or any type of tic-tac uh, calls the Big Ten officials uh, throw at Wisconsin because they're pretty good at that. 
they're really good. So that'll be interesting because you know, obviously, there's some probably some outside hope that we can they, they can get Michigan into the uh, playoffs somehow. Although there's no way in hell they can do it. Although there's some support, there's some some scenarios where supposedly Michigan can get into the, uh, to the title game. You know, I could just see the Big Ten pulling some crap like that. At this point, why not? I mean, the league's already up in flames. I mean, do we have Wisconsin uh, possibly represents in the playoffs, or do we just burn the whole conference down because Michigan and Ohio State can't, can't uh, what's it called, go in the playoffs? Uh, yeah, let's burn the conference down. Screw it. So we have that game. I mean, uh, Cal and, Cal and um, USC play. And on paper, that's, that would have been a... Um, Oh, wait, so not Kellen. USC. What the hell am I talking about? USC and UCLA. I'm sorry. I'm getting I'm getting mixed up. On paper, this is this has probably been a great game, but uh, UCLA blows this year. Well, they haven't had a great of a season. Uh, USC may have an outside, you know, chance of doing something. Continuing for the Pac-12. Pac-12 is pretty much up in flames too, as we know it. And of course, if you're West Virginia, there's Texas, and Texas hasn't been all that bad this year. I mean, for Texas, this is huge because they win, they contend, they, they get a bowl game. So you have that. Uh, you know, as far as anything else for a weekend of college football, there's Miami and Virginia, which is an enticing matchup because Miami obviously isn't that good. They're overhyped. People talk about them. They made their living being up, be, you know, being up, being bad opponents and get, you know, getting their bowl game. And um, you know, this is an interesting matchup because maybe Miami has a hangover from the from Notre Dame. I mean, look at um, Pitt for instance. I mean, perfect storm for Pitt would be um, being Virginia Tech because it's November and Tech tends to fold. And then maybe Miami says, "Hey, you know, we're in the we're in the we're going to play Clemson here in a few weeks." The hell with preparing for Pitt. Pitt sucks. And maybe Pitt just pulls a win out of their ass. Yeah. If that happens, I'm gonna be Pitt somehow goes six and six. I would um I don't know. Go streaking, maybe. Do a bunch of dro- overdose on something. I mean to predict that type of scenario you'd have to OD on something, right? But Pitt's but what be what be really funny with Pitt's luck is they would go six and six and not even get picked for a bowl game. I mean that would be awesome. We'd be like, hey, we got picked for a bowl game. Awesome. Well, no, well, no. Wait a minute. We we're no. Sorry, we're eligible for a bowl game. Yeah. Oh shit, we didn't get picked. Oh man, come on. This sucks. I hate I hate this school. I want to root for somebody else. So you know there we have it. Pitt stands Michigan, and you know Saquon Barkley should, should be able to pad their, his stats against Nebraska. Did I say Michigan State? Oh shit! Sorry, it's been a long, long week in spreadsheets. So they got Nebraska, and Saquon Barkley should be able to pad his stats against uh, Nebraska. If he doesn't, I'm sure it's a Big Ten conspiracy, according to some people on Twitter. You know, some media people on Twitter, obviously. You know, the right for the Post Gazette. That went to Penn State. Just graduated from Penn State. You know, 
And I'm sure he'll pick up, I'm, I'm sure if this happens, he'll go and screenshot some stupid plays. Make himself look like one of those uh, posters on Blue White Illustrated who uh, who posted screenshots of the Penn State-Michigan game from like 1999 to prove there's some sort of Big Ten conspiracy against Penn State on officiating. But somehow, you know, big, the Big Ten, I guess, doesn't want Saquon Barkley to win the Heisman. So they're selling out to stop Saquon Barkley. Or maybe Penn State, or maybe uh, the linemen should probably block for uh, Saquon Barkley. Or maybe they should figure something else out on offense. Because if Saquon Barkley, you know, was on is, was in Pitt's system, his rushing stats would be a lot better than uh, what, he, what he has now. Definitely. But that's pretty much college football weekend in a nutshell. You know, there's not really nothing too exciting going on in this in the realm of it. So now we go to pit basketball, and here's my take on pit basketball. You can either watch them or not. That's how it goes. They're playing pretty much a brand new team on the floor. There's going to be a boatload of growing pains. So you can watch or not watch. That's all. I mean, you got your options. Nobody's, you know, nobody's uh, begging you to pick, you know, to pick up your phone, put on ESPN three, to watch the ACC network, or uh, you know, somehow if you're in the regional, you watch on television. I mean, no one's begging you to, you know, to do all that. Don't watch it. Follow on Twitter and, let it, and watch everybody complain. Because it's all it is. I mean, sure. I mean, I'm not. Say, I mean, I'm not saying you're not allowed to complain. Of course, but if you're gonna just bitch and moan all season long, then don't. Then it's not worth your energy. Don't do it. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, I, I watched it. I mean, I've watched them their three games, and I've enjoyed watching them. I mean, yeah, it sucks they lose, but. Regardless, I'm still gonna watch pit basketball. I've, I mean, I've, I've I've watched I've watched pit poops since I was a kid, since the you know since the Sean Miller Brian Shorter days. You know, those were great times. And of course, there was bad times after you know Paul Evans left when we had the Willard years, and there, there were some bad years there, and there were some years that um, you know that made you think that things were gonna, were gonna turn t- turn up, and naturally, you know, for, you know. It was that weekend, you know, where they beat the crap out of Kentucky and Xavier, which were two powerhouses at that time. And then it all fell apart. They started, they lost that UConn game, and next thing you know, they're in hotel rooms stealing, uh, stealing uh, telephones and lamps out of hotels. I mean, those those phones and lamps are probably about ten bucks a piece, but why the hell would you steal them? I'm sure. I mean. I bet. I mean, whatever. I mean, if you, had, I mean, if the, if the, yeah, if the uh, Jesus, I'm stuttering. If the bed sheets, if the bed sheet sets and the pillows were more expensive, like more premium, they're probably worth more than more than the phone, you know, the the phones and the lamps. I'm sure they can't be that good. But you know, that's what we had. You know, it's just what we had. So. Willard was gone, and Howland turned around, 
Dixon kept it going, and things kind of went stale towards, especially after the Butler loss in the uh, second round. Things just went south, and you know we had new uh, AD and new ball. You know, Jamie obviously new bosses, and things change. So it just is what it is, and people are still harping over this. You know. I mean, Kevin Stallings, yes, he does deserve our support. He does, regardless of what you feel about him. Because if he's successful, then the program is successful. That's really all that matters. You don't want Kevin Stallings to fail, because otherwise the program fails. You want him to do well, because then the program succeeds. It helps the program. And instead, we got these people who who have this burn-it-all-down mentality. So, well, it's all. I, I have to bring it to you. It's already been burned down. It's gone. So, watch. You know, try to watch. Yeah, you'll bitch. But if it's really going to bother you that much, don't watch. That's all I can tell you. I mean, I've enjoyed watching these guys, and you know, for some, for all these guys, it's gonna, there's a lot to be excited about. You know, so. Think of it as like think of it as like NCAA basketball or NCAA football for PlayStation, where you have to take a team and you take one of those teams and you just rebuild them. You you recruit and then you and then uh, two years later you see your results of all your you know you see these recruits just develop, which was which is one of my favorite parts of NCAA football and basketball. Those games was recruiting because you got to see your how your recruits played out, and after a while. You recruit so well that, like, all your recruits just like you were. Most of your team were living with five, five and four stars, and then you had no room to, to play half of them because you had so many other ones. You'd have one guy that was rate ninety eight, but you have like four guys and underneath them in a the depth chart that rate ninety threes. Then, naturally, unfortunately, you have to cut a whole bunch of them. I mean, it's like you have a monopoly of players. But but then what's fu- what was funny was was when you stop recruiting, and then when the when the final week would be done, you'd still get a whole bunch of blue chip players that you stop recruiting. They just come anyway, which you know which is hilarious. So that's just that with pit hoops. I mean, it just is what it is right now, and it's, you just can't beat yourself up over it. You know. Stop fighting with people on Twitter and just, you know, just stop, uh, <laughs> stop throwing bricks is all I can say. I was going to say stop hurling feces around, but I don't know. But anyways, that's all I really got to say about it. I mean, it just is what it is right now with our programs. I mean, Pitt's destined to for a 4-8 four four season. They were staring. They were staring at a losing season in the eye last year, up until they magically pulled off that Clemson win. So, but the, but this year that, that magic is gone because they don't have the offense to, to do it. It just is what it is. I mean, you just got to sit and take it. It sucks, but you know, you just hope better for next year. That's all you can do. You know, that's all I can say at this point. With the, you know, especially pit football. I mean, you hope that the, you know, that year three is a farce, and next year they come out kicking ass. But until they figure out what they're doing at quarterback, it, that's it's not going to happen. But 
Anyways, I'll end it here because, you know, I've, I've babbled for 15 minutes. So, enjoy Thanksgiving. Hell to pit. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.